Today's reading is taken from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verses 25 to 39. This can be found on 1023, page 1023 of the Church Bibles. So Mark, chapter 15, verses 25 to 39. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads, saying, So, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days... Come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him amongst themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, Listen, He's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, Surely this man was the Son of God. Thank you very much, Lydia. So, as Steve said, we are doing a bit of thinking about the Lord's Supper. Rob, I'm confused. We've just heard about Jesus dying for us. What's that got to do with eating bread and drinking wine on a Sunday? You're right. It's not the most straightforward thing in the world. Let's start with the basics. From time to time, the followers of Jesus eat bread and drink wine together. It's something Jesus told us to do, and we've been doing it for about 2,000 years all over the world. What's it all about? Why did Jesus tell us to do this, and what's actually going on? Good questions. And it's such a big topic, we're going to divide it up into four. Uh, Four parts, four things for us to think about with the Lord's Supper, helpfully colour-coded for your convenience. We're going to think about looking back, looking up, looking around, and looking forward. And to get us going, I'm going to need some help from our children. Because you may have noticed there are some numbered, colour-coded envelopes hidden around the church. If you can see one, put your hand up. Who can see number one? Would somebody like to 
Take envelope number one and bring it to Luke. This should help us with our first point, which is looking back. So, bring it to Luke and see what's inside. Oh, just dropped my sheets. Oh, say that. Say that. You don't know what's in the envelope yet. Bit of paper. Ooh, bit of paper. And. Oh, what's this? Oh, whisper bar. There you go. Nice. I wonder where that came from. <laughs> okay, look. Um, chocolate aside, what does the bit of paper say? So it says 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 25. And it says it's going to appear on the screen for us. That's pretty hard. Uh, for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. You're going to ask me what this has got to do with looking back, aren't you? Well, yeah, what well, is it got to do with The thing is, back? Jesus told us to do this in remembrance of me. And so what did he mean by that? Let's think about this. Put your hands up if you've been on holiday in the last 12 months or so. Okay, keep your hands up if it was, it was a nice holiday, happy, happy time, good. Um, keep your hands up if you took lots of photos or you brought back some sort of souvenir. Yeah, it's, it's what we do. When we have a nice holiday, we have a, we have a wonderful time. We want something that will remind us. Something we can, you know, a photo album we can flick through or something we can put on the, on the mantelpiece. Think, that was a really nice holiday. I really enjoyed that. What a great day. Well, the Lord's Supper is a little bit like that. It's helping us to look back at something wonderful that happened in the past. But what is it we're remembering? Well, it's not a holiday. Um, it's not something that's happened uh, in the last year. We're remembering one day... 2,000 years ago, when Jesus died on the cross. That's the reading we just heard from Mark's Gospel. That's what the Lord's Supper is meant to remind us of, to help us remember. And the bread and the wine, they're pictures to help us remind us. So Jesus said of the bread, this is my body. And what happened to Jesus' body on that day? Well, it was bruised and battered and broken as Jesus died with a loud cry. And the wine? Well, what colour is wine? What else is red and liquid? Shout it out. Blood. Really simple, really clear image of the blood which Jesus shed for us, which we sang about in our first song. Now, this doesn't sound particularly wonderful, like a nice holiday, and it certainly wasn't wonderful for Jesus, but it is a wonderful thing, because by dying on a cross for us, Jesus made, us, made it possible for us to become friends with God. His blood shed for our wrongdoings. It's not something that can be repeated. It was a once-for-all, one-off event to cleanse the wrongdoing of everyone who comes to trust in Jesus. But the thing is, we weren't there when it happened. You know, we can't have a... There weren't photographs in those days. We can't have a photo album to remind us. 
So Jesus gave us these pictures so that we could look at them and remember the cross and him dying for us. So, so what you're saying is we look back yep. to the day Jesus died for us. Yeah. Now with each of these points, we're going to do a little call and response thing. We're going to do a gesture looking back. And if you all look to the back of the church, hey presto, you'll see the cross. So I'm going to say the first bit. If you want to respond together with the second bit, with the gesture and look at the cross. So we look back to the day Jesus died for us. Let's try that again. We look back to the day Jesus died for us. Great. Back to Steve. Thank you, Rob. And uh, because we look back to Jesus dying, one of the things we do is look back with thanksgiving uh, to something that is very precious. Uh, And uh, uh, right for us to pause for a moment and say thank you to God. Um, We're now going to think about looking up. Can anyone see an envelope with a number two on it? Okay, would somebody like to volunteer to come and bring envelope number two to Luke? Someone... Someone near the back, perhaps? Yep, off you go. Yep. Let's see what's inside this that's going to help us with looking up. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's for oh. you. Thank you. And this one's for me. <laughs> okay, what's it say? Do you want to go sit down? You can go and sit down. Do you want to go sit down? Yeah. Thank you. So this one says uh, John chapter 6, verses 53 to 56. It's going to be on the screen. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. This doesn't say anything about looking back or remembering. True. And that's because there's much more to the Lord's Supper than just looking back and remembering. After all, there's lots of things in church to help us remember that Jesus died for us. Um, And Jesus didn't just break the bread and pour the wine and then leave it at that. No, he gave it to his friends to eat and drink. In these verses from John, Jesus speaks about feeding us. Not just reminding us, but feeding us. You know how when you're really hungry... You know, really, really hungry, and your, your, your tummy is rumbling. And you know how great it is to finally tuck into your favorite food, whether that's a, a whisper bar or something else. It's a great feeling. We are hungry people when we come to God. And I don't mean with rumbling stomachs. I mean hungry hearts. We have needs, spiritual needs. Um, we, we do the things that we shouldn't do. We don't do the things that we should do. Life gets us down, weighs us down. And in that, Jesus wants to nourish us. And this means we need to look up. Jesus died, but he did not stay dead. He rose from the dead and now lives in heaven at the right hand of God. 
alive and reigning. And we've got a really cool picture of this right at the top, up uh, on our stained glass window. That is Jesus going to reign at the right hand of God. When we break bread and wine, when we break bread and drink wine together, when we remember Jesus' death for us, Jesus feeds us all the way from heaven. It's a serious thing to eat the flesh of the King of glory, the Son of God. But it's also a wonderful thing that he longs to share his very self, who he is, what he's done with us. When we eat the physical bread and drink the physical wine here, spiritually, Jesus feeds us from heaven. It's it's a lovely image. We don't just watch and look, but we take and eat. Jesus' death, which happened back then, becomes true for us now, today, deep and personal. So we look back to the day Jesus died for us, but we also look up because Jesus feeds us now. Exactly. So this is our second thing. So look up, look up. Words on the screen. We look up because Because Jesus Jesus feeds feeds us us now. now. Great. Back to Steve. Okay, hopefully we're getting the the pan. Who can see envelope number three and would like to bring envelope number three to Luke? Bring it up. That was fast. It's it's almost as though people are picking up what might be inside the envelopes. The 9.30 crowd were really slow to pick this up. It was quite interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, you arrived. There you go. Whisper, thank you. What have we got to read now, Luke? So, this one. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 17, 18. Is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks a participation in the blood of Christ? And is not the bread that we break a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all share the one loaf. If this is a personal thing, isn't it just between me and Jesus? Well, yes, but also no. Because Jesus told us to do this as a meal, together, to share. It would be very odd to be invited over to someone's for dinner and then to ignore all of the other guests. That's why our third point is to look around. So the Lord's Supper is not something we do by ourselves. It's not something we can do on our own, behind closed doors. It's something to be shared. That's what these verses are saying. Because there is one loaf, we who are many, and there are lots of us, we're one body because we all share in this one bread. Now, why is that? Well, as Jesus feeds you and me, he gathers us together as his family. And it's it's a good thing for families to eat together. But more than that, we become Jesus' body. When we follow Jesus, we, we become as closely connected to each other as, as, say, a hand does to an arm or an arm does to a shoulder. That's how closely we are, we are family together. Look, look, hold out your arm. So, so you've got hand, arm, shoulder. They're all really closely connected. And what happens to the hand affects the rest of the body. That's how closely connected we are as a family. 
and we eat and drink to show that unity. We sometimes refer to, to the Lord's Supper as communion. It's got the word union in there because it's something that unites us and brings us together. So we look back to the day Jesus died for us. Yep. We look up because Jesus feeds us now, yep. and we look around because together we're Jesus' body. Bingo. This is our third point. Now, obviously, the gesture is looking around, but bonus points if while you're doing this, you make eye contact with someone you don't know. There we go. So, we look around because, because together, together we are Jesus' body. body. Great. Back to Steve. Just there, we have looked back, we have looked up, we have looked around, we are now going to look forward. But as I look forward, I can't see envelope number four. Who can see envelope number four? Where is it? Would somebody or a group of enterprising young people like to bring envelope number four? Bring it forward to Luke. Let's see <laughs> what's you. inside. It'd be quite cruel if there was nothing in this one. Oh, oh I think you can see that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> there is something else in there as well, right? There is something else. else. Right. And that what something else is uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26. And you'll be pleased, it's a short one. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is about looking back, isn't it? You're absolutely right, because we've got, we're thinking about proclaiming the Lord's death, which has happened once for all. But it's also about looking forwards. You remember how we started by thinking about great holidays we've had and how we remember them? Well, put your hand up if you're going on holiday, perhaps over the summer, and you're really looking forward to it. Uh, and why don't you just shout out where you're going, just to get a sense of where, where Christchurch is off to over the summer. Where are people going? Sounds, sounds exciting. Great. Now, for those of you going on holiday, who gets excited by, by scrolling through pictures of where you're going? And thinking, cool, that looks like a really lovely beach. I, I can just imagine the sand beneath my feet. Can't wait to get there. Well, even the best holiday this world has to offer is nothing compared to what we can look forward to as followers of Jesus. We've already thought about Jesus, how Jesus is alive in heaven. But he's also promised that he will return. Just about visible. And he's promised that on that day when he returns, it will be like an amazing party. There will be a banquet, a feast, as we celebrate together. And the Lord's Supper kind of functions a bit like a bit like a film trailer. Gives us just a taster of what we can look forward to. Because all the ingredients are already here. We've already thought about them. We're looking back at Jesus' death. Well, in heaven, that's what we'll be celebrating. This Jesus who died to bring us there. We've thought about looking up to Jesus feeding and nourishing us in his spirit. Well, in heaven, we will be with him in body physically walking with him, seeing him as he is. And thirdly, we've thought as we look around that we are sharing Jesus together. When heaven, it won't just be Christchurch, we'll be gathering together with people from every nation under the sun 
who have trusted Jesus to celebrate and rejoice and feast together for what he's done. That's what heaven is going to be like. That's what we have to look forward to. That day we will see it with our eyes. But as we take the Lord's Supper, we will be a, we, it's a moment to see it by faith. So, so we look back to the day Jesus died for us. And we yep. look up because Jesus feeds us now. Yep. We look around because together we are Jesus' body. And we look forward, forward. to celebrating Jesus' return. Great. Let's say the last one together. So gestures to look forward. Look forward. We look forward to celebrating, celebrating Jesus' return. return. And now we've done all four, we can do them together. So I'm going to say the first bit, and then all respond loudly with all the gestures for the second bit. We look back to the, to the day, day Jesus, Jesus died for us. us. We look up because, because Jesus, Jesus feeds us now. We look around because, because together, together we are Jesus' body. body. And we look forward to celebrating Jesus' return. That's most of what the Lord's Supper is all about. Wonderful things. It's a wonderful thing God has done to give us this gift. It's appropriate that we respond with prayer. And that's what John and Lydia and Phoebe are going to lead us in now.